are recording. I've stopped doing the thumbnails for the videos because I realized I was like, I like accidentally forgot to put one up. And like I saw, I just looked at it and I was like, man, that's so much more inviting. Like a picture of two humans talking rather than just like block letters like episode this. And so, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to stop doing that. I think I'm going to stop putting like uh, topics, you know, like this was about this. She's like, this is the guest. Just watch it. Yeah, you know, I've been wondering about that too. Uh, that's why I haven't been doing the topics. I was wondering if I should go to it, but then I'm like, I just want the person on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I'll give a description about them. Yeah. I don't know why I, w- why I originally did that. I think because like the first one might have been a specific thing. Well, not only that, dude, it's, it's almost kind of like uh, it, bottlenecks you know, it. Browsing through, you know what I mean? Bottlenecks like, it. Oh. Yeah. Well, it could be good or bad. You could look at it and be like, oh, cool. B2 Bombers. Yeah. This podcast sponsored by uh, generic store brand, Sparkling Water. And uh, some high-quality H2O, sir. This, this podcast brought to you by Tap Water. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if someone's, like, looking through it, because sometimes, a lot of times, there's not a specific topic. But I just... Mm-hmm. I never really thought about it, but I just kind of felt inclined that I had to put something down. So, whereas sometimes it would literally be like, today is Mike Durant, and we were talking about the Battle of Mogadishu. Mm-hmm. A lot of other times it would, like, think about, like, the last one we did where I was on your podcast, Reality Playground Podcast. Think about that. Like, there was no topic there, but if that was mine, I would have slapped a topic on there. But in reality, if I had just put... In reality, playground podcast. In reality, if I had put a topic on that, it would have bottlenecked anyone who was interested in everything else we talked about. Because we talked about a lot of shit. We talked about George Floyd, but we also talked about UFOs. So if I had just put UFOs, yeah. If I what? What'd you say? And we talked about big dicks. Big dicks. Oh yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I mean, you're leaving out a lot of the population. Um, it's but or if I had just put George Floyd, even though that was maybe ten minutes, and we talked about fucking UFOs for ninety minutes, someone might have looked yeah. at it and just been like, "I'm fucking sick of politics, dude. Like, I don't want to hear about the riots." Like, so and I don't blame him. Yeah, me you neither. Know, I'm like, that. so am I. So, so yeah. but in a lot of my episodes are just me and friends. Just like, there's no, there's no topic yeah. today. Today is just like, hey Josh, hey Tom, okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk to people. I mean, sometimes there's an agenda. Sure. You, you know what I mean? Sure. There are specific things that I want to get to, but you know, I I just want to I just want to have conversation, man. I, I like seeing where it goes. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Interesting, right? So no Rona, huh? Yeah. No Rona. Still feel like I'm dying. So um. Is that right? Yeah. So I've just accepted that it's um that death is coming, and um. Yeah, I don't know. Made it to thirty, so uh, happy about that. And uh, no, so yeah, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think what's a possibility of a, or the probability? I would say of having two it, it, false negative tests. Three. Would All be, three. Would have been three. Okay. Um, well, probably it's, pretty well. It's, it's, they think it's just chronic exhaustion. Working, doing the podcast, doing online school, kind of just like, hey, you need to just reel back. Just reel back a little bit. So, um, so which one can you reel back? I'm gonna be working a little less. Good woman. 
realistically it's like you should you should quit one but i don't want to quit one i like making money i like who i work i like where i, I mean i like the liquor store man it's fun it's a job but i, I like who i work with it's fun it's yeah it's always nice when you can get there and banner yeah you know? just get there and like yeah i mean as long as there's no customers there it's just like what's up you fucking moron like just like just bullshit the whole time you know holding bottles like they're dicks just like you know a lot of dicks but yeah. it's um I'll, I'll be, i'm excited for you to have uh, are you still gonna have that guy come on and talk about wine i don't know if you had or not my buddy Vinny. yeah he's gonna come on yeah Vinny's gonna come Is on it? yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to see that one yeah 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 Vinny's a cool guy Vinny's fucking hilarious um mm-hmm. Yeah, right now I'm trying to line up some more guests. I got a couple people emailing. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna go into it. But I think I, there could be some more cool guests coming on. It's tough, man. Like, and through no fault of his own, we have a, a mutual acquaintance. He, uh, he's actually more of a buddy to you. But uh, yeah, like, he was Paul. supposed to come on last night. What's that? Big Dick Paul. Yeah, yeah, That's he was not his nickname last right. night, but he was he was held up on another one, and it just didn't work out. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, he was spo- he was supposed to do this one today. But yeah, it? yeah, he's he's got he's got shit backing up. Paul Whitcomb, the people's man. He's uh yeah yeah he's yeah. Uh, he's highly sought after. He's highly sought he's, after. Yeah, he's yeah. been on a lot of podcasts actually. I keep telling him to start his own. And he's yeah, like, I don't nah, know why he doesn't, man. He's a super nice guy. I super mean, nice guy, life. smart guy. He's fucking yeah, dude. Yeah. He helped. Uh, mm. He helped uh, put John Wayne Gacy to death. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> did you know that? Did I tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that. I don't know the story behind it. I was gonna kind it's of. It's one of the ep- it's episode ni- episode ninety six. Did you just watch that one? Yeah, he's uh. Is it? Right, yeah, yeah I'll check that. And he's like somehow closely related to like the Chicago mob. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, Jesus. yeah. He was on a podcast with like the Sun. Jesus, man, keep it in your pants. He, he, he was he was on a podcast with the son of like Al Capone's number one muscle man or something. It's a uh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Paul's a badass. I love Paul. Shout out, Paul. We miss yeah. you. We don't know where you are. Actually, I know where you are. I know you're, you're just working. But um, <laughs> rest in peace, Paul. Love you. <laughs> we hardly knew you. So I had a, I had a, I had a guy um send me a, an article last night. He was someone that he he messaged me on on Instagram, and I haven't been on my actual like podcast Instagram or forever. And I got on it last night, and he was like, "Hey man, like loved like your interview with uh, Brigadier General Spaulding." And I was like, "Thanks, dog." And then I was like, "Wait, who is this?" Because like I don't, it's podcast is still very small, so I'm like, "What? So, what? Someone outside of like a direct family member who watched the podcast?" And he was like, right. "Yeah, man, I've been watching since the beginning." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" But uh, cool. yeah, it was really cool. I was like, wait, what? You watch this? Why? <laughs> like, why? It's <laughs> I suck. But he sent me this article, and so, uh, yeah. So, U.S. Yeah, from Forbes. U.S. Army troopers capturing Chinese outposts, possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. The U.S. Army is rehearsing for a dangerous but potentially decisive role in a possible war between the United States and China. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Army paratroopers have been practicing flying long distance and then jumping into China's island outposts in the disputed waters of the South China Seas. Hmm. So they're actually doing this. Yeah. So to touch on that, I which I just I read about. I want to say it was like last week or something like that. Uh, Marine Corps is changing doctrine a little bit, so they're getting rid of all their tanks. Abrams tanks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I, I saw yeah, it somewhere I, in the news. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was probably from the war zone, I assume. Um, and uh, they're what are they doing? They're they're doing um, land-based cruise missiles or something, or, or shoulder-mounted cruise. I don't know something along the lines of that. And then they're also getting rid of some of their. Uh, uh, larger ships and going to like smaller stealthier ones so it looks like they're getting back to the old style of marine corps where hey we're gonna go island hopping you know campaigns and stuff so yeah man it's that 1940s vibes yeah yeah hey we went island hopping once we'll do it again yeah yeah so it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting i mean i've never known the marine corps to not have tanks so it was just at first i was like what what is happening and then i'm thinking Okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, you know, if we're prepping for, you know, the possibility of a large scale, yeah, or with another superpower. Do you hear that? There's like a high pitched whine. Do not. Really? Nope. Or check your ears, man. No, it's definitely. Yep, no, that's definitely you. God damn it. What are you doing, man? Whoops. Wait, wait. I think I accidentally muted. Did I mute me or you? Oh, yeah, it's back. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that noise is, but um, whatever. It's goddamn Chinese. I, I can probably go grab a microphone if you want. But... Yeah. You want to go it's, grab it? it's getting like weird. God damn it, Josh Newman. Josh Newman's fucking up the podcast. No respect. Just taking his dick out on my podcast. Acting like this is his podcast. You should go check out Paul's podcast, not Paul's, Josh's podcast, Reality Playground Podcast. And this podcast is available on YouTube, DTube, BitChute, VO, Vimeo, Anchor, Spotify, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, also, apparently, we deploy, we just deployed a couple B2 stealth bombers to the South China Sea. So, um, shit might be getting hairy. Maybe it's time to. Have you listened, have you ever listened to uh, Tim Dillon? Josh? I have. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Is that any better? Yeah, bring a little closer. Bring a little closer. How's that? It's a cool microphone. Is it? Yeah. It was like, it was super cheap, man. It was like, I don't know, 30 bucks or something. I like it. Cool. This is actually my first time trying it. Yeah, the hissing's gone. Bring it, you gotta bring it even closer. The hissing's gone, but. How am I gonna do this? I don't know. I just got mine. Oh, oh yeah, no, it's definitely good quality. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A lot of them you just gotta kind of get, gotta get nice and close. Big dick yeah. energy. Yeah. If I end up having to hold it, I will. Just let yeah. me know. Let me know. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know what the fuck I was just talking about. Um, oh yeah, uh, Tim, I know we were talking about China changing doctrine. China. Hold, Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon's fucking hilarious. He was on Joe Rogan like a year ago, and since then his career's kind of blown up a little more. No, I don't want to say that 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 was Rogan, not Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon is like. He was like a sleeper. He was a sleeper cell. He was. He, Rogan helps. <laughs> oh, Rogan helps. Rogan helps. Oh, because yeah. then he came on again like six months ago, and then he came on again like three days ago. And he said at the end of this most recent one, he was like, hey, man, again, thanks for having me on. He's like, my life's completely changed. And, you know, Rogan humble as ever because he's awesome. But uh, Tim Dillon, dude, he is so fucking funny. My older brother, my older brother was sending me his stuff a couple months ago. And, like, 
unless it's like a cool military article like i just i don't look at i never have for like the last 15 years people send me hey check out this comedian or this band i just i don't give a fuck i'm just too add i just i got too much shit going on but right. finally pop i watched not for you. what i said pop culture is not for you yeah no it's not at all i i live under a cultural rock um but finally i don't know how i ended up watching it but i ended up seeing like a clip of tim dylan somewhere so i had to like watch the podcast and i don't like you i don't i used to listen to rogan a lot i just i don't don't that much anymore i had to go back mm-hmm. and find all of these and listen to him dude the last time that i've like involuntarily laughed out loud from a comedian i mean it has to be like middle school dude like i it, like like wheezing like like I forgot what it was to like laugh that hard at shit. It's slipper, huh? He is. He looks like Chris Farley. He's yeah. I, I've seen uh, like a picture of him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. actually listened to him. But yeah. yeah, he's very, very intelligent. Loves conspiracies, and he just got. He just he doesn't. He's almost like um. He's kind of like Bill Hicks in that he just like nothing is off the table, like. Mm-hmm. I'll be like scrolling through podcasts, and then I'll see Tim Dillon's thumbnail go by, and I'll be like Tim Dillon pod, the Tim Dillon show episode one fifty nine. Why we should bomb Disney World, or it's just like, it's just like him like going down on like a Mickey Mouse doll, <laughs> just like I want to send a message, and it's just like wait what? <laughs> he's just fucking. He's <laughs> so I have, I have nothing to base this off of other than just a picture of him. But is he? He kind of reminded me of like Artie Lang. Yeah. You familiar with that? Yeah. He's honestly, I never watched him because I don't know why. Just because I guess I'm a shallow individual. I saw like a, I saw like the thumbnail of him like months ago on just some like you know Rogan spinoff channel, and it was like you know him yelling, and it was about conspiracies. I was like, this guy looks fucking retarded. But I finally listened to him, dude. Anyway, point being, I've been listening to like him on repeat. I've, he's fucking, <laughs> dude. He is fucking hilarious. It's. I'm good. I and I got a long trip up to Vermont tomorrow, so dude, yeah, I'll and, probably give it a listen. In. Yeah, definitely not around your kids. He's not by no means is he oh. like yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's um, and again, I never recommend people comedians to people because I know how much I don't give a fuck when people send me stuff. I'm not. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not even gonna text this because I know this is just gonna go on red. It's Tim Dillon. He's amazing. But um, he was saying what. He was, I, I was gonna say the only really uh, the comedian who was kind of uh, like how the fuck have I not known about this guy was uh, Eddie Izzard. I listened to him about ten years ago. He's this British guy. He's a he's a transvestite. So he's I guess he's not. I don't really know what a transvestite, but his explanation is he's like goes I fancy women. I just like to dress like a woman too. So I guess he's not gay, but he just likes dressing like a woman. Hey man, so did yeah, I. Yeah, live your life, dude. But so uh, did, uh, who, yeah, he's who, fucking hilarious. He's a he's a great storyteller. Who is? How am I forgetting his first name? Hoover. Who is the FBI guy? Uh, Edgar Herbert. Herbert. Jay no, no, Edgar no. Herbert. Jay Edgar. Yeah, Herbert was the president. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was thinking Herbert. Yeah. Do you know a fun fun trivia? Who are the four presidents whose first name and last name begin with the same letter? It's not worth. It. It's not really that great, but I've. I don't know. I, I mean, that. anyway, you're committed. You committed. I've committed. Now. I've put my dick in. I gotta go. Herbert Hoover, right. Calvin Coolidge, Ronald Reagan. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck Woodrow Wilson. 
Yeah. Which, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember I was thinking. I was like, if I ever am on Jeopardy and that question comes up, I'm good. Sorry for that. Waste of 30 seconds of your life. But um, <laughs> Tim Dillon was hey, saying he was like, uh, he was, he was like, so you know, he's like, we're uh, we're at the end. Rogan was like, I oh, mean, I think we're gonna come through this. And Tim's like, no, no. I mean, it's the it's the end. He was like, it's the end of perhaps the American Empire, but more likely the world. And he was like, hey, as far as ends go. It's not that bad. We still got internet. We still got power. Food trucks are still going. You know, like for all intents and purposes, like this is a good end. But it's the end. All right, it's the end. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's been great. We've lived at the pinnacle of human civilization. But it's the end. We can get out of this in one way. We need a war with China. We just need a good war with China. Maybe some false flags to get it started. He's like, we need to rally up against an enemy because it will either a accelerate our own destruction. Let's just get it over with. Or yeah. it'll be something to rally behind, and we can get we can get back like some nationalist fervor we haven't had in eighty years. But it's like we need a war with China. Let's just say call it what it is. We need to go to war with China. A lot of people got to die. <laughs> but uh, all of that just to say that's what Tim Dillon said. But um, <laughs> we need a war with China, Joe. We do, okay? But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. So, what did you think of uh, Spalding? I thought he was. Uh, I did listen to an interview of yours, and uh, he's a, he's I found a, him to be uh, pretty intense, man. It, it seemed like you were able to get him riled up pretty good, especially kind of at the end there. Like, <laughs> and I feel like he was trying to restrain himself. And uh, I'm not saying it's you know positive. Yeah, yeah, or negative. yeah, yeah. This is what it is. But, yeah. So, uh, so I listened to his book several times. Well, I listened to his book once, and I emailed him, and he said he'd do it. And I provided sort some questions like, "This is what I want to," you know. Yeah. And uh, when he said yes, that's when I started. Li- I listened to it three times in a row. It's just like just that's the pre med psychopath in me that's just like let's nail it into the ground and right, uh, right. really get some like questions out of there. Um, he was like, "Yeah, sure, I'd love to." And I was like, uh, "Like, like talk to like a secretary." And she's like, "Yeah, be like he'll be logging on." I was like, "Okay, cool." Like, I was excited. Yeah, man. When I first came on, I was I was just like, yeah, he's just staring through my soul. No, when I first pulled it up, I was just like, "Yes, I'm I'll, here." What do you? Yeah. I was, yeah, I was kind of taken aback. Um, but he was very like warm and cordial in the emails beforehand. So I just told myself, yeah. I was like, "All right, this." I was like, "This." I was like, "Look, this guy is a brigadier general. He flew B two Spirits." Like I just was telling myself, like internally, while I was starting the podcast, I was like, "Of course, this dude's gonna look like intimidating." Like that's just. Like pussies don't get to where he is. <laughs> like I was like, this guy by default is just gonna be, and uh, yeah, I was a little intimidated. I was a little flustered, and I was like, okay, let's just stick to it. And I was like, I gotta. So I was trying to like walk the like. I was like, let's just let's get through this. And uh, obviously, this guy knows his shit. And um, I don't know. I definitely kind of got into it more. I felt I worked it a little more. And then my goal was like, I just want to see if I can get him to laugh. Just I want to see if I can get him to laugh or chuckle, and I got him to chuckle towards the end, and that's all I wanted. And I was like, okay, I got him. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's uh the only other podcast I've ever been like. Two other ones before that, Dale Comstock episode fifty, the first time I'd ever talked to him, Delta Force guy. Now I w- I would like to think that me and Dale are buddies. Dale's probably like you're a fucking moron, but I love Dale. I love you, Dale. Shout out. But um, yeah, Dale come Dale's been on regularly. And uh, I was intimidated before that, but we started in like the first 10 seconds. Dale was just smiling. He was like, what's up, man? And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. The next one. Your energy. Yeah. 
the next one, episode 95, Mike Durant, that I was just like, holy shit, this is Mike Durant. And, uh, but he was, he was a big teddy bear. And I got him to laugh at the end. I was like, hey, can you say fucking Irene? <laughs> and yeah, and, uh, got him too. So I was like, okay. I was like, I'm going to be nervous. I was very, like, intimidated. I was like, okay, so let's go into this. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was intimidating. And, um, there's really no easy way around that, but I felt that I kind of eased into it and kind of got him going and got him to laugh. I asked him uh, about, like, UFOs. I was like, would you like to fly around on those? And he laughed. So that's all. That's what I wanted. But, yeah, man, right. he's a cool guy. He, I mean, he emailed me right after. He's like, thanks very much for having me on. Like, it was very fun. It's like, okay, cool. But, um, yeah, I go back and I look at it and I watch the first, like, minute. And I'm like... I can tell, like just watching him, like I was like shitting my pants. Yeah, I was. Like, you had your button-up shirt on. I was yeah. like, oh, he's serious oh, right yeah. now. Oh, dude, Here very few people get the button-up. Very few yeah. people get the button-up. <laughs> I've had people ask like, how come I don't get it? And I was just like, eh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, a, yeah. it's a. Uh, no, I mean, dude, good on you for getting them. I think I, I texted you either the day of or whenever I saw yeah, him yeah, pop yeah. up there. Like, you fucking did. You were it, like, so you bastard, cool, <laughs> you crazy it's bastard, a, you son uh, of a it, bitch, you did it. <laughs> right. It's uh, I'm working on right now trying to get a. Don't jinx it. I won't say his name. Don't jinx it. Yeah. I'm working on trying to get a YF23 test pilot. So. Woo! That'll be yeah. cool. That'll be cool, dude. Yeah. 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 I uh, I don't know, man. I I have just a, such a love for that thing. It's like the so kinda, sexy. It's the sexy. You know, it's it's this. It makes the F22 yeah. look like a retarded stepchild with like a missing limb. Yeah, you know, I think for the longest time, a lot of people did too, kind of held out yeah. hope like, well, hey, maybe we'll do like a, a medium bomber or something like that, or, you know, something based off of that design, but, you know, that I don't think is, we'll ever see it. And I, it, for the record, I think, it, well, one, if you have a retarded stepchild with missing limb, I'm sure they're a wonderful child. Um, I'm retarded, so it's cool. Second, I think the F-22 is beautiful. I just don't think anything comes close... The only things that sort of touch the beauty of the YF-23, I think, are the B-2 and the SR-71. Yeah. Those are yeah, two, like, those elegant. And then, of the B-2 and then, uh, you know, and the YF-23. But, yeah, the, the SR-71 is just yeah, fucking it's undeniably beautiful. Yeah. It's just sexy. I, I think that, speaking of retarded stepchildren, I think the F-117 is beautiful. That one gets shit on. Yeah. I think there's something gorgeous about that. Dude. Absolutely, and so they're using it right now as uh, an aggressor, yeah. right? So <laughs> I guess, I mean, that makes sense. They need red air who's, you know, low observable. But I guess I was wondering, though, too, I was pondering this this morning, is obviously doctrine's changing. I think we're running out of money, but we're going to have to spend more regardless. But it, so why not? Why couldn't we just update the F one seventeen? I mean, is it the design that's holding it? Is it just a? Um, it has a is little... it? Is it? You know what I mean? Or is it the the guts of it and the material? Because that can be replaced and upgraded. Well, it's been a while. Or is it just? It's been a while you know, since I worked at Area fifty one, but I'll uh, I'll touch on. Right. It. Yeah. So I'm leaning on you. <laughs> yeah. To... I'll I'll realize that sometimes I'll be asking people. I'll be I'll be like, so what do you think about that? And I'll be like, well, you know, Tommy, I'm. Yeah. Uh, I work at Kroger, but I'll let me uh, touch on <laughs> let me touch on these orbital kinetic weapons you're talking about. Um, yes, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. But I just got back from the liquor store. But you know, this weekend I, I do my internship at Skunkworks. I think. Well, 
I'm pretty sure that F-117 has a lower RCS than the B-2. It has. It still holds the record. Is that right? Hmm. But if you look at the sizes... Well, it's smaller, too. I mean, it carries so two that... bombs. The B-2 can carry, like... I'll find right. that thing. Hold on. Fill the air real quick, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, one of the... This is kind of getting really off topic here. But, uh, I'm wondering, you know, with China's theft of a lot of our technologies, you know, we know that happened with the F-35 and stuff like that, is I wonder if our B-21 Raider is going to be lose effectiveness you know, because of that. Yeah, I, don't, I know I essentially that question before. I trust me, there were better, you had better questions. I understand why you didn't use it, but... Oh, um, no, no. I I, I, ta- I talked to a... I talked to a colonel about mm-hmm. Brigadier General and I was like, hey, so I, I called I called Northrop Grumman back in like April and got chewed out for asking about the B-21. Like from their public relations woman, <laughs> like yeah. they were like soft face, told me like basically to fuck off, and with but being very professional, right? And General Spaulding used to fly B twos, so I, I talked to a, a colonel that I was able to get in contact with. I was like, should I ask a question about that? Is that fair game? And he was like, I wouldn't. And I was like, okay, because I didn't mention that in any emails to him. Like mm. I don't want to like bring that up, and. I think it might have been you as someone else that like when I wanted to have on all those nuclear physicists and weapons physicists for the uh, anniversary of the A-bomb test and I ended up yeah. getting Dwayne Hughes but I had a bunch of other guys on and then I'd send them questions and they'd be like hey actually I can't do the podcast and I'd be like why not like they didn't say anything and someone else pointed out to me they're like you're putting them in like a sticky situation because like if something is going against their like uh, security clearance yeah, they can't yeah. answer the questions, but they also can't tell you that they can't answer the questions. Right? Yeah, I was going to say if they come back like with redacted stuff, say, "Hey, you know, I, you know, we can't can't right. ask this and this and this." Well, there implies the exactly that implies. Yeah. So they a lot of them I realized I had like one from Livermore, one from Oak Ridge, Tennessee, kind of like back to back. These guys are just like, "I'm going to have to pass." After they said like, "Sure," and they were excited, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And finally, I had Garrett, my buddy Garrett, who's a uh, yeah, I listened yeah, to that one. Yeah, yeah, Garrett's a fusion scientist. He was like, "Yeah, man, you're put- oh, oh, my way." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "You're," he was like, "You're putting them in a sticky situation." So I was like, "Ah, so uh, that makes sense." I realized with with General Spaulding, I was like, "Not only would that be putting him in a sticky situation, like he wouldn't have even had like the." He probably doesn't know. First of all, but- well, regardless, he, I, I didn't. I never once mentioned it in an email to him, so it's not even like he would have the the luxury of like declining the podcast after i mentioned it and be like if i just pulled that out midway that'd be probably less acceptable than like pulling my balls out and i was like that's not cool to this guy like i was like that's that's just not cool so like i had i had people ask me they're like how come you weren't asking about the b21 raider i'm like bitch do you not think that's like all that was on my mind like (laughs) tell me what do you know and uh right no, I like loosely mentioned that I had got chewed out by Northrop Grumman, and he like he smiled. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, yeah, I was like, yeah. and I was like, that's the end of that. I'm not gonna. I started walk. The idiot in me was like, just ask it, <laughs> just ask it. I started walking towards the cliff, and he like smiled, and I was like, stepped back. But um, here's the image I meant to pull up. So wait, so there's the B two, okay, F thirty. Why don't why did I just not text this to you? I'm like a 
nine-year-old. I'm like, hey, Josh, can you see this picture? Right, I'm right. hurting it through the screen. It's a... Yeah. Do you get it? I just texted you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So if you look at it, it's got the... It's got... I've been meaning to... Fuck. I've been meaning to change the... There we go. From my side. Um, yeah, so for anyone watching, there we go. There's the B2, the F35, F117. Yeah, so the F117's got a smaller cross-section, but if you just look at the size comparison, it looks like the F117 yeah. could almost fit in the cockpit. It almost looks like that of the yeah. B2. So to answer your question with all of my expertise, I would imagine, I don't know, but it's got smaller RCS. I don't know. Why, why not upgrade it? Why not? Right, so what the, they were they were able to shoot it down back in the nineties during the, was it the Kosovo War. Yeah, um, fucking just right. They just and so they but they were mobile, right? Then they keep turning on and off the system and stuff like that. Like the radar guy explained it. Like he's been open about it and he's done interviews. Oh, he has. I never knew. Yeah. About, I never knew why it was shot down. Yeah, it's so read about it. I'm not saying I'm, I'm right here. I'm, I'm no. I'm but, taking you at. I'm taking you as yeah. the now authority. You were there. You, uh, well, you you fired the missile. Yes. So uh, essentially, it was something about they were turning the missiles on and off or something like that, and the, using different frequencies or the or defense. Like yeah, yeah. And somehow they were able to spot this thing. So if, if its RCS is lower than the B two, are we going to have issues with the B two? That same thing. And I'll find the article. I'll send it to you, um, and we can talk about it another time. But I don't know. In um. In um, in Ben Rich's Skunk Works, which is a, you read that right? No, it's oh, God damn it, Josh! What the fuck? What the fuck? Haven't you read it? I can't. Why are we even friends? I I've had nineteen eighty four no. for a couple years, and I still haven't started it. Um, interesting. Yeah, but nineteen, not nineteen. F one seventeen. It was uh, Ben Rich talks about how the pilots said that like when they were over uh, Afghan or Iraq, Afghanistan, Iraq, right, Desert Storm, Iraq, and uh, yep. he was like when we would because when they were testing it with the radar, sometimes it would show up perfectly, and they'd be like, why is it showing up perfectly? And they'd realize that like one of the screws was three sixteenths of an inch protruding instead of flush with the, the skin. And so it would go from the the cross section of a ball bearing to the cross section of like a school bus, and then they yeah. put that because the entire thing was just it was a mathematical equation. That's all it was. Right. So yeah. the whole thing had to. It wasn't like if part of it's missing, part of the stealth is missing. It's an all or nothing thing. Right. So when they would open up the when they would open up the Bombay doors, that would the entire thing would be fucked. So as it opened up, they said they would all their alarms would start going off because they were getting painted with radar and they dropped the bombs and they'd close it and just just gone so even if they could see them visually which they couldn't but even if they could they still couldn't they couldn't lock on it was just it's nothing you're looking at it and you're like why isn't it when they first tested it when they first tested it and they flew it over like white sands the guys with the radar and they they said it flew at like an altitude of like a thousand feet and it flew over and the radar guys were like what the fuck? Because they couldn't. They were like just looking at it. They're like, you could, you know, you could almost see like the pilot. And they're like, it's not. 
they can't, you know, meanwhile, they're tagging like the T-38 50 miles away. And this thing is yeah. overhead. And they're like, what was that? But um, the pilot said when they were over uh, Iraq, they open up the doors and all the alarms would go off. Not only that, one time the door didn't close and they saw a couple missiles flying up at them. And the oh, guy shit. was the guy was like, that's when I'm pretty sure I shit my pants. He was like, I'm actually, I'm very sure I shit my flight suit. But, uh, because he's just watching this, like, white hot missile plume come up. And, you know, it's it's tracking them and the, the missile's arcing and it's like, it's it's hunting them down. And then, right. the, like, and then the door's closed. And they said, it just, the, then you could tell the missile, it stopped, like, maneuvering and it just followed the last point that it saw. And so it went behind the plane. So as soon as the door's closed, so... Isn't that amazing? Just one little thing. Yeah. It's, fuck up your whole day. It's one, yeah, you know, yeah, a bolt yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, to answer your question and all of my expertise, I don't know. Maybe it's... I mean, maybe the B-2 isn't like that. Maybe they sorted that kink out. Maybe the B-2 can open the bomb day. Maybe that's his... I mean, aside from the fact that B-2 carries like 30 times the payload. Yeah. Um... I don't know. So I don't think it's a design thing. I mean, it, that can't be it because I mean, if you look at the F thirty five, Lockheed strategic or historically has kind of like the the, the diamond and the angles uh-huh. where you know Northrop Boeing or whatever has the curvy kind of. Wait, Lockheed's the F twenty two, right? Yeah. Are they also the F thirty five? Yeah. Shout out Lockheed. <laughs> nice. Yep. So yeah, uh, Lockheed and Boeing, they're the. The big boys on the block, man. They're the, they're the fat cock swinging. Yeah, yep, they definitely are. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, but I think it's pretty cool, though. I mean, we still have a couple of dozen that we keep stored, and now we're using them for red air and stuff. I think it's kind of neat. Yeah, so my theory on those, and I think I talked to them with talked to David Libby about this, the guy who's an F 117 historian. Mm-hmm. My theory is that we're keeping them and not putting them in like the graveyard because they might still be so advanced that like you know like the line of succession for like presidents you know not only does it go through like the first like 10 the main ones who is vice president uh is it it secretary of state or speaker of the house House. it's got that whole like the ones you can guess right yeah but it actually goes out into like I'm not I'm not kidding you like the hundreds, it goes out into yeah. the hundreds of places to like where you can be number five seventy seven, and in case of a thermonuclear exchange, it will be the the head of the Atlanta Treasury, like it'll be weird shit like that. Um, like you ever see? I know we're going off track here, but you ever see that show? Uh, was a designated survivor? It's on Netflix. It's about like this one congressman. He's like. This young dude or whatever he uh, he was left behind when oh, yeah. they all went to the State of the Union, and uh, his job was just to be continuity of government. Well, that's that's real. Come back having a beer or whatever, the whole fucking Capitol blows up, and then there's no more Congress. Or anything. It's just this guy is fucking president. But the thing is, is that, that's real. That's 100 percent real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. It was. There's another weird one. The night of like the 2016 election, John. Ke- I'm not making this up. Uh, let me make sure I'm not making this up. But uh, we're getting way off into the weeds. What the fuck were we talking yeah. about? Um, 
<laughs> I'm, just, man. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm not a good guest today. I feel I, like. uh, no, you're fantastic. Shut up. You're a fantastic guest. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. Um, uh, we were talking about. Actually, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Lockheed F-35. Lockheed F-35. Dude, I really got to piss. Fill, fill the space. Yeah. <laughs> fill the yeah. space, Josh. Hey, Reality uh, Playground Podcast. Come check it out. I'm only two episodes in. Still just getting my footing here, but got Tommy to to really thank for it. So I do appreciate you, Tommy. It's been good. Nice knowing you there, pal. Um, anyway, so I really want to talk about UFOs more, but I, I feel like I've kind of said all I, I really need to say about that. Um, other than UFOs are motherfucking real. Uh, so, yeah. I think earlier we were talking about the YF-23. Um, I think I'm really going to try to get some beyond test pilot for that. Who knows? I don't want to jump the gun yet. Um, Tommy's still taking a piss. So it's kind of weird talking to yourself. You know, I, th- I think I need to, I don't know, I need to keep working on that. I get I get super uncomfortable uh, talking to myself. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Just, I've just been you, talking to myself you, you bullshitting. Just, I, what I do is I just... I just yeah. make up. I just make sounds. Um, yeah. Actually, I was, I was going to say, yeah, I was, we're getting off into the weeds, but then I just thought, why the fuck does it matter? Who the fuck cares? There is no, you can't get off topic when there is no topic. So let's go back to where we were, designated survivor. So right. I think this is true. Let me make sure. No, it has to be. Uh, <laughs> John Kerry. Yeah, I mean, John Kerry. Oh. Election night 2016. Antarctica. <laughs> yep. PBS. There we go. <laughs> oh shit. Which is insane because huh. normally they just one of them goes into a bunker or they just go to like some undesignated city. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Fucking fly to Milwaukee. Shout out Milwaukee. But like, yeah, it, that's true. Designated survivors. True. It's a real thing. Um. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, one one time it was uh, who was it? In Garrett Graff's Raven Rock, which is probably my favorite book, Raven Rock. That's my favorite nonfiction book. Yeah. Dude, I used to live by the Mount Weather facility. Are you Ooh, familiar with fuck that? Fuck yeah, I am. Dude, yeah. I have mentioned Garrett Graff's Raven Rock almost every episode of this <laughs> podcast of this podcast. I got in touch with him a couple times and he said he'd do it. And he ghosted me. Garrett, why are you playing hard to get? But it's uh yeah, dude. He goes all in Mount Weather, yeah. It's dude, it that that book that book reads like science fiction. It, it's almost you know, too sexy. Yeah, I haven't read it, so now dude. I'm going to add that to my... Dude, team. holy shit. Holy yeah, shit, it's, it's yeah. It's going to be after Scuffboard's now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had no idea that I lived by Mount Weather until I went to go hiking out on the AT there. It's like, it's right off of that. No one and knows. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And then, so I went home and I Googled it. I'm like, oh shit. You know, the only reason that was really put on the map was because there was a plane crash over by there. Yeah. It's in the book. Uh, like the 60s or 70s or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, because a plane crashed and it like severed some power line, underground power line, which I guess only a plane crashing directly into it could do. Yeah. And the people were kind of confused because everyone on the plane died. But apparently before like the firefighters had even like, like started putting out the smoldering wreck, there was already this like, like the power crew. There was like a camo power crew there like amongst the bodies like reconnecting the lines and it was like this is kind of bad optics who the fuck are these guys it's like you know it's like if there's a suicide bomber and he blows up and there's blood all over the white house but they're you know the first thing they're going to do is make sure the white house doors are still there 
while there's bodies everywhere it's like whoa this looks a little and you only do that because oh wow there must be a priority that's what it was is people got upset because they were like there was just like i think it was a near christmas so there was like a bunch of presents strewn everywhere so there's like dead kids and presents real dark shit and there were guys there in like camo with fucking like like m16s guarding them as these like guys like linemen are like fixing shit and there was like Humvees and APCs and they were like what is this and uh yeah there's the Mount Weather Raven Rock NORAD those are the ones everyone knows about but apparently there are those are the big ones but apparently there are hundreds yeah there's there's one and it's not far from Mount Weather it's in a place called Warrington Virginia um I used to live up on top of this mountain it's called uh Bear Wallow Mountain Mm -hmm. and uh the Warrington Training Center's there, and it's a multi-site. It's like, I don't know, I want to say like four or five different sites, but they're underground bunkers, and they're, it's former CIA, and now it, it's a number station, essentially. I remember when I lived there years ago, and I put on my shortwave radio. Mason, the numbers. Yeah, yeah and the fucking, you know, some lady or whatever calling off all these different numbers and stuff, and sometimes I would leave it Wait, on really? at night. Yeah, that- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they do it anymore. That's exactly but, like black. What the fuck? What? What was the number station? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember, man. But it was weird though because sometimes I'd leave my radio on at night and I'd be sleeping and I forget. And then all of a sudden, you know, I hear beep beep, and this chick comes out Seven, and I go, "What the fuck?" 16, you know, and it, thirty-four. And it's, and it's literally you know one hundred and fifty yards from my house where this is coming from. And uh, but yeah, so it's this huge elaborate. Northern Virginia, man, is crazy, dude. There's so much like infrastructure that, that blends whole... in with everything that's dedicated to everything you know, CIA, with, yeah. NSA. everything within like 200 miles of DC. Yeah, it's just... fucking crazy, man. Yeah, so it's um, god damn it, you need to re- actually. I'm I'm giving because you know I'm in charge of you and you're my pupil because I'm a douchebag. You need to read uh, Raven Rock before. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Was it uh, Spalding called them uh, panda huggers? <laughs> <laughs> All these fucking people who don't think China's a problem, they're a bunch of panda huggers. So, woo! Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> you gotta love those guys. Just zero disregard for, they're just like, they exist. They, no, they exist in like an on and off world. And I fucking love it. Shout out Robert Spaulding. Brigadier General Dr. Robert Spaulding. You know, but, you can just call him General. Yeah. Well, I have. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Douche. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Raven Rock, dude. They go into I, I say that because all I this like shit. Long words, like I'm like Brigadier General. I'm like fuck. Can yeah. I just say general? Just yes. like some people get the button-up shirts and others don't. Some people right. get the full title. <laughs> you're you're Josh. You're motherfucker. I text you. I'm like, let's go, you dumb ho. Like, yeah, there's a yeah. yeah. Let's go, you fucking slut. But um, hey, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. Me. Yeah. No, I, I definitely didn't tell Spaulding what's fucking tango. He got, he got a, I'm ready, sir, whenever you are. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a, you got a command. Yeah, that parade rest for him. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you get, yeah, you get like a middle finger and a picture of my balls. And it's like, let's go, bitch. But, um, it's a, Rave, dude, Raven Rock, they talk all about it. They call it, so it's not even like, they don't even mention a couple. They just call it the relocation arc, meaning that there is a general swath of land that yeah. at any one point, you're no more than like five minutes from a bunker. So if the president is, you know, outside of town talking somewhere, right? Yeah, they can just be like, you're at the nearest one. Yeah. And it's so they call it the relocation arc. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's it's fucking 
it's insane. It's awesome. And there are so many like LeMay was so like OCD with like ensuring that we had second strike cake, uh, capability that like one of the things they did was there's actually like four rockets somewhere out in like Colorado, like four ICBMs. And I think they called them RCBM or ICBR. It's I always fuck it up. But they took out the warhead and they just put in a um, a radio and the radio because every silo is independent of the others. Yeah. Every silo is their own power source. They have their own codes. But I guess LeMay authorized something where it's basically this these four rockets and one would go north, south, east. So they'd kind of shoot off and like bloom like that. And instead of the warheads, it was just a radio and they would just shoot out a sort of master key. And what they would do is you fired these as like a last resort. These would streak across the U.S., north, south, east, west, beaming these master launch codes. And even if it was against the people in the silos, will it would fly over and the silos would open up and fire. So even if all of America was wasteland, <laughs> LeMay, LeMay yeah. had so many. Dude, I am so glad that he was on our side. Oh, that dude. guy was... Uh... LeMay was LeMay said that he was happy. He was such a yeah. He was happy we won World War II because he said, oh, "I would have been tried for war crimes." <laughs> Josh, yeah, you coming? Yeah, you there? Yeah, you got me now. I was losing it for a second. But... Hold on, let me if my internet does this because it sucks. Let me uh, connect to my. Uh, let me connect to my. Well, I was gonna say connect to my hotspot, but there we go. And you still have me? You still have me? Josh? Yep. Got good? You. All right. Yeah, my internet sucks. Yeah, LeMay was, he's like, thank God we won. I would have been tried for war crimes. JFK said, you don't want LeMay leading the war because he'll get us into war. But he said, you definitely want him leading the fight into war. You, you want right. to have him yeah, bring yeah. you into war. You don't want to have it start it. Don't let him start it because he will start it. But if it started, well, and he like, almost did too. Like I mean, when he would run the, I think would believe it was the B forty sevens. He would run sprint them, sprint them yeah. right at the border. Yeah, right up from uh, the Arctic, man. Just no fucks given, dude. No, just, no, just fucking cock swinging at his ankles. I think yeah. one time, I think he said that like, uh, he's like, eh, there was like, it wasn't the Cuban Missile Crisis, but it was like one of the other like, br- real brinkmanship moments, mm-hmm. where he was like. Everyone was like, that was close. And he was like, yeah, with a little more luck, we would have had World War III. He was a fucking pit bull, dude. And yeah, yeah but thank God he was on our side. And uh, yeah, he had those, the radio ones. He also had a, something called, I think called the Green Pine Network, where he had these, he had these like, these radio stations up in Canada. And they were somehow, they were like a kind of radio. They were made of something that it w- wouldn't be interacted by an EMP, the EMP of uh, a nuke. It yeah. was some weird analog. I don't know what it was. Some like Morse code shit. And then he had another thing where, and this is insane. You'd have these big ass planes with these like thin cables like that. And they would be five miles long. And these planes would go out until like you know middle of the ocean and then they'd start unspooling these things so imagine just like a c-130 or just some big cargo fucker just full they stripped out everything except the crew and then just all these spools of this one long cable and even getting the cable was like 
this weird like classified because they had to get these contractors like yeah we can we can link them together and they're like no we need one uninterrupted and uh but they'd spool them out and then the plane would bank almost kind of like a gunship and it would just stay in a circle and so as the thing spooled out it would be spooling up and it would almost create it would look like a giant spring but then so but they'd be making this like radio transmitter and it would be like elf extremely low frequency which is even it's even i guess longer or lower super like in like the wavelengths are like miles long but it's it, there's i'm too stupid to explain this the importance of the radio but it's basically like this could like shoot like messages through the ocean like down to like nuclear subs that you wouldn't have to come up to receive it and they would do this and so you'd almost create because we wanted to make these like elf transmitters and i think main and i think we did it but they were so big that the soviets obviously would have like tagged it for one of the ten thousand things they were going to hit with their nukes because these things were huge they would they take up like you know it'd be like a thousand yards by a thousand yards and it'd be like one giant transmitter and so what we did is LeMay had them make these things that they would go fly out over the ocean. And they would, so they'd thus be temporary, right? Because it doesn't exist as this big mile-wide coil. Instead, it would be spooled up on a plane that would be kept in a bunker. They'd come up, take off, do this thing. You can do it anywhere. You can do it so long as the plane's in the air. You can do it fucking anywhere. And you'd create these things, and then you could fire this, like, master code, and it would go to all the submarines in the world. And you could do it. They said you could even do it, like, through the Earth. They, like that's how like crazy the yeah, this could go through mountains and shit so like nothing would get blocked it wasn't like oh they're not in line of our radio you didn't yeah. need line of sight you could just go through like mountains like tectonic plates and shit and uh and then once they're finished they could snip it off and drop it into the ocean so that they don't know where it came from but uh that was one of the things LeMay had was uh yeah I'm too stupid to explain it but uh yeah huh. yeah <laughs> you, you, you talked about EMP and isn't it i think it's funny how often we don't think of solar flares as being a threat oh dude it's the end of the world is just one blip away yeah and it's it's gonna happen and it happens all the time yeah. you know what i mean we're gonna get a it was back in like the 1800s or something late 1800s i believe it was and it knocked out all the telegraph and stuff like that yeah and then the technology that we had today back then it would have fucked us yeah so what i do is just not think about it Right, <laughs> it's like it's like Rick and Morty. Like Rick, what are we gonna do? You do this, yeah. You do the same thing that you do when I thinking about the timeline where Hitler cures cancer. What's that? Don't think about it. Just right. ignore it. Put your head in the sand. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think about it. It's uh, yeah. I don't so know, man. That, that's what uh, you familiar with, uh, Doctor Robert Shock. He's uh, yeah, Rogan's. Oh yeah, I just heard him yeah. talking to tim dylan about it so oh, okay. he mentioned robert shock the guy that thought there was like a million lightning strikes a second or something yeah 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 but yeah so I was, I was just gonna say yeah so he he was on with uh john anthony west back in like the early 90s rest in peace uh, they, yeah yeah no, that guy was awesome um doing kind of the, you know the mystery of the sphinx and stuff like that but uh yeah that's what i was getting so he's, he almost seems like he's not changed but he is opinion has just evolved and now we kind of 
he thinks it was like a lightning storm or something. Is that what, what we really have to? That scares the shit out of me. I don't have a cave to go into to hide for, you know, weeks on end or months or possibly years. You know, that's uh, yeah. I just that's um, great to think about. I don't think about it, man. I just I figure when it happens, it'll either be quick, like a thermonuclear pulse. Or yeah. I'll be just far enough outside of a nuke that I'll, you know, burn to death or be killed in debris slowly. Either way, right. I think that even the worst death will probably only last a couple hours. A couple hours of pain would suck. But you know what? I yeah. just, I've come to peace. I've just come to terms with it. Of, uh, yeah. of my fear of death, I've fed through psychedelics, I think. I've, and that's a bold thing to say because as soon as you get cocky, you will get humbled. But I don't, I don't fear, uh, especially after the death of my brother. There was like, I just kind of had to come to terms with it, and I yeah. think now it's like I almost not in like a some depressed way because I, I I do have clinical depression, but like there's no like great fear. I guess it's just like it's happening. It's happened to every single person that's ever lived. Right, you're not alone. I just feel <laughs> yes. yeah. It's just like yeah. no matter what it is, even if like hell is real, or even if it's not, or even if it's just some weird psychedelic reincarnation. It's like a roller coaster where everyone has everyone that's ever existed has gotten on it and gone on it. It's like it's scary, but there's a sort of like comfort. It's like everyone's done it. Grandma, grandpa, brother, uncle, dog. It's like okay, we're it's okay. Pain will suck. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to uh, I used to not really care as much. Not not care as a yeah. word, but I, just, well, I, I didn't fucking care. You know, yeah, I no, was, we talked about it. Yeah. You know, whatever. And then, uh, man, I had kids. And now I guess my attitude is is I don't necessarily fear death, but it's like, let me hold out just a while so I know they're taken care of. Like, yeah. let me call them adults. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they can have families and their life is going good for them. Yeah. And then, hey, take me, take me. It's yeah. Like, you know, yeah. But uh, that's, that's really my main thing is, man, it's like, oh, I just hope, give me a, give me a good 20 more take, years. Yeah. My kids let me are, take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's yeah. really only my. Yeah. It's really my only issue with death, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, Famous last words. Was it was it Dumbledore? Was it the, the, that Dumbledore quote? Albus Dumbledore, Harry Potter guy? To, mm-hmm. to the well organized mind, death is merely the next adventure. No. Meaning, I, I guess, kind of like, if, I don't know if you've done your meditation, if you've dropped your acid and gone and sat in the woods. And not to that, and that sounds like some like snooty, like I am enlightened. Let me tell you what happens next. Like, right. sit down, child. Let me teach yes. you. Like, no, fuck off. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I think when it happens, it happens, man. And it's just, yeah. If, to me, well, you're I not gonna yeah, fucking know, yeah, so. yeah. To me, I think of it like I wouldn't want to live in a bunker. Imagine knowing that the entire world is a radioactive wasteland and that yeah. tomorrow is the same as 30 years from now. You're going to wake up and you're going to eat this weird dehydrated crackers and nothing's ever going to change. Yeah. You, you, almost, you, you can't. What are you fighting back for? Yeah. You, you're you're yeah. living in a fucking wasteland eating yeah. scraps. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. at best. At, at best, yeah. And yeah. so what's, what is, I, yeah, what's the point? You know, procreation seems fucking silly at that point, other than for me to just get my rocks off. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, uh, so. yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. So 
You cool doing five more minutes and then we'll end this bitch? Yeah, man. All right, cool, dude. Don't be you. Anything for you, buddy. Thanks, babe. <laughs> How does... So, fuck it. We gotta just, I just want to touch... Actually, you know what? I was going to go into UFOs. You know what? It's surprising as someone that is uh, as much as a sucker for conspiracies like myself. Just, like, love them. Not even when it's, like, sucker that I believe them. Sucker that, like, I just... They're my... They're my my guilty pleasure. I just love them, you know. Hey, was that a lightning strike or was that a weather machine? I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> like, you know, you know, the bomb in Bay or the explosion in Beirut. That was probably some chemicals or maybe it was an orbital weapon. Yes, I'm like, yes. It's just like the moron in me is like, yeah, how could this well, be I'm, dumb? I'm and, with you, man. That being said, I'm surprised that I really have never started to dabble in it until the last two weeks or so and that is like the pyramids just how absurd they are and I'm starting to I'm just getting into them and it's like I'm ashamed that I haven't haven't, I'm ashamed that it's taken me this long to start getting into them Dude, you need to get your Graham Hancock on you need to get some some random I bought some books yeah I've li- yeah. I listened to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So those two ventured around together. Um, maybe it was a couple years ago now, all around uh, North America and stuff like that, basically yeah. proving Randall's case. Yeah. That, hey, listen, like, you know, we were struck by a meteor or whatever. Yeah. Um, younger Dryas. Yes. Yes. The younger Dryas. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I don't think. I don't think we'll ever know, but when you look at some shit that was done, I mean, like laser cuttings. I feel like I'm getting like ancient aliens esque now, and I, I hate. Who gives a shit? Fuck it, I, I mean, you just got to jump in. Who cares? Yeah, uh, some of it's pretty fucking wild, man. And whether I think I think either way, if it was it was if it was motherfucking aliens, or if we had an advanced civilization that for whatever reason uh, fell off the map whether it be natural disaster, sure, if it was an sure. internal conflict, whatever it may be. Either option is super fucking cool. And, yeah. and we need to do everything that we can to figure out what the hell happened. Because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I look I, at it I'm as... I'm a firm believer that... I don't know. I, I guess I kind of... Uh, I'm like, yeah, maybe... If alien is around now, what the, why the fuck weren't they around back then? Absolutely. I mean, it seems highly possible. Absolutely. But, uh, um, where the fuck was I going with that? Uh, but at the same time, um, I I think it, yeah. Either way, it's fucking cool that. Uh, or I, I know what I was getting at. I think it's it's a, it's possible too that we've had past civilizations who were advancing them for yeah. whatever reason yeah. off the map. I, I'm I'm a subscriber to that theory. So yeah, um, I look at it as it's one of three choices. It's fucking aliens. It's an advanced civilization that was wiped out, and the only thing that survived was stone. Or these fucking ancient primitive peoples figured this shit out. Yeah, and it just as what it is in the and, textbooks. But now. to me, that one's that one's equally insane. Why did these people do it? What fucking psychedelics were they eating where they were like, we need to erect a temple to the gods that is going to take yeah. up this pyramid's going to provide no food for us. This is not a power source. This is, a, but this is, it's just. Think about that. You don't have anything. No education. All you're doing is you're, you're a step above. You're a step removed from hunter gatherers. Yet for like ten generations, you're going to construct this thing. 
I mean, yeah. was it really the bull whip and killing slaves, or was there some crazy? And even if it was, it was just like, to me, well, that's just as crazy. Is Prim- it? Is it? Why do that though? Too right. So if it's a if it's a king, right? Let's sure. say that's like the I king need a, yeah. pyramid built, but he knows it's not going to be built for five hundred years. Why the fuck is he doing? Is it an ego thing? It's is it just is it, yeah. Regardless of what it is, even if that is the case, they wanted a big old fucking tomb just because, and they were willing to throw a million deaths at it. The fact that these fucking ancient peoples did this to me is like still, it's it's like, so to me it's like there isn't a boring, uh, there isn't a boring answer. It's all to me it's all fucking brilliant. But I would yeah I think like I know we got to wrap this up because. You're too busy for me, Josh. I mean, but um, yeah, I look at it as if you did get to an advanced point, let's say you have cities and skyscrapers like we do today, I feel like at some point you would like, what did Jeff Bezos do like last year? He put that clock that's going to run for a hundred and a hundred thousand years in some yeah. sealed in some cave just because like, why not? I feel yeah. like if you got to a point where you were like a global society and you have your Tokyos and New Yorks and your airports and your your moon bases, one thing you do is like you just kind of build something out of rock that would be really hard to do for people that only had rock. So, and maybe you do it in a way that aligned with stars. So, just because it'd be sort of like a testament to we, you know, it's like putting a plaque on the moon. Like, what does it serve? Nothing. But if for whatever reason we were ever wiped out and they found it, they wouldn't be like, they didn't just, this didn't just get here by accident, right? Yeah. If anything, it would, it, to me, it's like the equivalent of like, you know, I don't know. It's like, there's, you see, exactly, there's wet cement and you write, and you write like, you know, Dr. Dick Cheese was here. Why'd yeah. you do it? Because Dr. Dick Cheese was here, dude. Fuck you. You see, 30 years later, you still see it. And, you know, maybe it's funny. It's outside of a hospital or a courthouse where that shouldn't be. I feel like if you got to a point where there's global harmony and you got rid of poverty and all that shit and you had nothing to do but advance, one thing you might do is just, hey, let's make a, let's laser cut some shit and let's put it in like a geometrically or mathematically uh, important or meaningful form. And um, just like we shot Voyager out into space with like the gold disc on it, you just kind of know we were here. And then if everything did get wiped out, and they found that thing. Yeah. So you Some find the pyramids. It doesn't have the gold cap. It doesn't have the like the limestone sheath. But you still find this thing composed of like 10 ton rocks lined up with the stars. You serve it because it's the ultimate dick cheese was here. Because now here we are in 2020 AD. Still and we're still it. talking yeah. about it. Like, and trying to figure it out. Yeah. So why do you write Dr. Dick Cheese was here? Because you are at some point some doctor in 30 years to be like, who the fuck is Dr. Nothing. It's because you just said his name. That's why. You know, it's, it's, yeah, you want us to talk about it. Be- why? Because fuck you. It's my ego. Fuck you. That's why. You know, why am I still collecting royalties 50 years after I left the Beatles? Because I'm king and you're not. Because I'm fucking Paul McCartney, fucker. That's why. Give me money. That's yeah. why. I know. You know okay. it's funny. I just saw a headline the other day, something about how. I don't know when the hell it was, but Paul uh, McCarthy was going through the airport and he forgot his passport somewhere over in Europe. And he was like, you know who I am. Why don't you just let me through? And apparently they did. (laughs) You know, that's interesting. Like, Uh, imagine. You know me. You fucking know who I am. Just let me through. 
Yeah, yes, not sir. not. You know. Not even a Joe Rogan could do that because they might not know. You know, if you're an old guy and you've never listened, you might not know. Yeah, I feel like a Michael Jordan could get away with that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, even my daughters know who the Beatles are. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Trump, Trump could get away. Any living president could. Yeah. Speaking of Trump, you mentioned uh, to uh, General Swalling the other day. <laughs> you had to give the shout out to the Donald. Yeah. I I thought that subreddit was uh, it was banned. Shut down or banned? Yeah, it was. Right? So they created was their it? own. Their, they created their own website called the Donald dot win. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. I just because sure. I always see memes of them there, and uh, just China is asshole. And yeah, I had people coming out like, "Why the fuck did you do that? Why did you talk about that?" Look, I lean one way politically. I voted for, I voted for Obama and then Romney and then Bernie in the uh, primaries in 2016, and then I moved home and wasn't in a position to vote. I don't know who I'll vote for this time, leaning towards Trump. I've jumped on either side of the aisle, and guess what? In four years, I'll probably be looking back at me and be like, "That guy's an idiot." I'm voting for AOC, and then four years after that, be like, "That guy's an idiot." I'm voting for fucking. You grow, you change, and uh, to me, I just yeah, thought it was funny. You're, you're allowed to evolve. I, you're I don't understand to, why. Dude, me and my siblings, older one and younger one, both very far left, I'm more far right. But I mean, yeah, we might be like, you're a fucking moron, you're an idiot. But then it ends with like, hey, look at this meme. Like, right. you're allowed to, you're yeah. allowed, my, actually, I was talking to my older brother this past weekend, and he's on the opposite end of the spectrum of me, and not the autistic spectrum because I'm retarded but uh he was like whatever it is he was like it's what's not healthy is the fact that like a lot of us think that we are objectively right he's like that's you're allowed to disagree you know if someone's like yeah, well and you're allowed to sit down and and have a uh, uh sorry you're allowed to sit down and have a, a beer with somebody who you disagree with yeah you know and you're allowed to sit there and talk and banter and bullshit and try to solve the world's problems and uh not be assholes to each other like hey i get I it know. if someone's like marching in the street with a swastika like that's their freedom of speech i totally get where you might not want to ever talk to him and be like hey that guy's literally advocating for like, you're jewish and he's like i'm gonna put your family in a crematorium like i can see where you'd be like i don't i don't agree to disagree with that guy i just don't want to exactly yeah. i get that that's still yep. his freedom of speech. He's still allowed to do that. But in terms of like stances on healthcare or border or like social program or military spending, it's okay to fucking get red in the face arguing and then be like, agree to disagree. What do you think about this fall? Tom Brady no longer the Patriots. Like you're allowed to do that. Exactly. Not only are you allowed, this is one of the only countries in the world where you can do that without yep. being thrown into a re-education camp. China is asshole. Yeah. Um, you're talking about Trump for a second, and uh, it made me think about General Mattis. What a loss uh, when we lost him as secretary. I, um, a lot of people, and this is where I differentiate from like other Trump supporters. Is you know, it's 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 kind of it's it's definitely cultish. Where it's like as soon as he's out, it's like fuck that guy. No, I I still think he's awesome. I still think he's awesome. I don't give a shit. I still think Obama's awesome. I like Trump. I also like Obama. What I love about Obama is, you know, what he did when we got in, when there was a problem with a uh, uh, interrogation at Guantanamo, and people were like, "This looks, this is a really bad look." Obama, because he didn't close, he didn't close Guantanamo, so he thought, "Well, what if we just have less people to interrogate?" 
And because of that, everyone applauded him because we were doing less oh, interrogation. Yeah. And you know why? Because secretly he said, hey, just scale up the drone strikes. Kind of, right. hey, black guy tapping the head. Can't have uh, can't have prisoner problems if we don't have any prisoners. <laughs> Shout out Obama. That's fucking <laughs> lethal as fuck. That's big dick on the table. So we're having problems interrogating? Yeah. What the public doesn't know is that uh, Guantanamo is in, in te- terribly important to the national security. But you still want to look at it as the president. Well, what do you think about um, the theory, though, which I happen to subscribe to as well, is that, you know, that, fine, we're... He's a reptile? We <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> fucking reptilian. Yeah. That, yeah, fine, we, we go over there and we drone strike. I think we create more... Blowback? Hospitals. You know what I mean? No, I do. And I, and I, I think that's really, absolutely the case. I think that's now, I'm not. I'm not saying that there's times when we shouldn't do anything. I, I don't think we should. I mean, especially in situations, you know, when there's humanitarian crisis or whatnot. No, we're a superpower, man. It was our obligation to go in there and help these people. You know, uh, with a coalition, I believe. But yeah, man, I, I really think uh, we we create a, a lot of hostiles and a lot more problems uh, yeah. because you know we like to stick our nose there. For every yeah, for oh. every one of them you blow up, how many kids are you now? How many exactly. guys, guys right. like me or you that, you know, I lost my sibling six years ago. It was suicide. It's not that someone killed him. But even if it had been a murder, I imagine now six years later, it'd be like, hey, you just turned 30. You got your whole life ahead of you. Are you really going to dwell on this one person who's now in prison for killing your brother? Or yeah. you're going to build your podcast. Are you going to go get a girlfriend? Are you going to start a family? Are you going to enjoy the sunset? Are you going to let this person ruin your life even more? No. Imagine if you don't have running water and you don't have a podcast and you don't have a carpet, you don't have an air conditioner, and you have right. nothing. Right. God damn it! There's going to be one thing and or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, be, I mean, that, that's almost enough for somebody to sit there and say, "Well, that wouldn't tip me over the edge." Mm, I think now imagine you have nothing. Imagine you have yeah. nothing. Every day you have nothing. You know what? Exactly. There's going to be a party that's like, "I'm gonna stay alive," just to fucking run into a U.S. embassy with a bomb. Like I had nothing, and you made me have even less. You took my dad, well, like you know. You know yeah. yeah. So you know, we as Americans, you know, we like to sit here and tout our freedoms, which we do have, right? But I think it's all about perspective too, because you know, we can say, oh, you know, fucking Haji's over there, they're not free. Look at them. You know what I mean? They're constantly, you know, they can't do this or that or blah 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 uh, due to you know religious fanatics or whatever it may be, or just maybe it's just the government. But I think they, a lot of them look at it differently, though, too. You know, it's very tribal over there. So, you know, if you're, I don't know, if, if you're a part of this tribe, you know, and somebody comes over and steals your stuff or, or you know, rapes your sister or something like that, you can go kill them. Yeah. Isn't that freedom? Yeah. That's I freedom. Mean, it's, right? It's, yeah. You can't do that here. No. It's, yeah, man. They, they can go anywhere they want. It's you know they can they can do whatever. Can I, it, it's can, so. Can I can I can I reel you in to keep doing the podcast for a little longer? Or do why you do you think I brought up some other stuff? I was like, yeah, well, I'm having a hard time. All right, right okay. Well, I gotta go piss again. I gotta go piss again. I didn't want to fill you the gap. Son of a bitch. He's always putting me on the spot. He did this on my podcast too. He asked me a pretty intense uh, Black Lives Matter. And uh, Antifa question well, it wasn't really intense, but uh, and then he just went off and took a piss and then left me there to talk about it on my own. Um, 
so yeah, I think freedom is all about perspective. You know, there, I think there's people who would say that we're not as free as we think we are. And I, and I imagine that's probably true, right? Um, you know, I think post 9-11, we agreed to be less free. We lost some civil liberties um, that we'll never get back. But yeah, anyway. So, hey, Reality Playground Podcast. Throw it in there again. Some cheap plugs and you see he's taking a piss. Fuck you! Can't leave me. Can't leave me alone because then I'm just gonna start plugging my podcast. There, okay, tell me reality about. playground podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, I'm getting old. I threw out my back at work picking up cardboard. I was like, <laughs> it's your thirty. Oh, hey, and I meant to tell you this too. So I mean, I'm only thirty-five, so I don't have much to go off of. Um, the thirties have been the best years of my life so far. I love 30, man. It's like... That's awesome. I finally became comfortable with who I am. Because I, I, I hated, I hated and, the whole decade of my 20s. Yeah, and uh, stopped worrying about, you know, making other people happy and everything. And uh, I don't know. My 30s just been really, really good to me. I, I appreciate that, man. But, uh, so I, I hope that for you too, man. Thank I, you. I really do. I do. On my 20th birthday, August 7th, 2010... My dad dropped me off at the frat house in Valdosta, starting my sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. And, like, that night was the night I decided I wanted to be a doctor. And so, like, you, I could almost say, like, pre-med me started on my birthday, my 20th birthday. That took four years. Then as soon as that was finished, lost a sibling to suicide. And then that was just hell for several years. And, yeah, I just turned 30. And I kind of looked back at it and was like, you know, that romantic, like, if I could go back, I'd do it all again. I remember thinking... On my 30th birthday, I went, where was I 10 years ago? Would I do it all again? I just remember thinking, that all sucked. I didn't like that decade of my life. I really didn't like, like and I don't know that sounds depressed, but like. like I understand. I, like, uh, well, different situations, yeah. but I understand where you're coming from. And so yeah. now I'm looking at it as like, instead of like, ah, college is behind me. I'm looking at it as now as like, best years are ahead. I was like, I'm starting a fucking podcast. Like doing my own thing like i don't give a fuck what anyone thinks and i'm just like so i'm trying to look at it it's like 30s are gonna be awesome yeah i didn't yeah. enjoy my well, 20s. I, I hope that for you man i appreciate it um yeah. so what's up you had something on your mind before you went to go take a leak and uh, i just started plugging my uh, shit reality okay. playground podcast big cock central um <laughs> blow back something you uh uh, yeah, and then we're talking about freedom. Bombs, freedom. Yeah. I was saying how in yeah. some ways. Yeah, that'd be know. like if aliens came down and they were like, hey, guys, we see how against each other that uh, that uh, Yankees and Red Sox fans are. So we did away with the MLB. Now there's no arguing. You'd be like, dude, we like that. Like, right. What do you mean? You're at each other's throats. Yeah, well, sure. Sometimes we get drunk and it turns into a fist fight. But like, no, we like it. Or even like Republicans, Democrats, like we're at each other's throats. But at the same time, it's like. How cool is it that you're allowed to take different sides and you can get together with your friends and be like, fuck them, we're smarter. And they're like, fuck them, we're smarter. Ah, and then you go vote and sometimes you get in, sometimes you don't. And then life yeah. goes on. You know, you, I wouldn't want anyone to take that away. I don't know. It's, you know, is the best defense a good offense? Do you got to get over there and just like take out those motherfuckers while they're still just like seeds? But then does that create more? You kill one and you can't kill one without getting out some civilians. And now you got some civilians who you've just radicalized. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, George Washington yeah, and, and, and didn't want us to get hard, in. It's hard too to try to influence somebody, you know, with our culture when they don't 
all they know is what they've had. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's pretty arrogant to think that, you know, uh, that's an easy process by any or that it can really even be done. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I guess maybe it can be done. You know, we've, you know, put capitalistic, you know, ideas and, you know, Vietnam and stuff like that. I think too, we're yeah. allies with them now. Look at them. Yeah. You know? It's, but, uh, I don't know. Me and my buddy Duran talked about this. We're like, is the entire Middle East, is that actually, we're thinking about like evolution, like a shark. Shark stopped evolving something like 40 million years ago because they've yeah. just, they're at the perfect spot. They're the most energy yeah, efficient. The way yeah. they can glide, the way they can just stealthily kill. They are, they're fit. They've got 100. Once you get 100, you can no longer perfect score it. You, they've, they're at 100. Just, they're the best. Yeah. yeah I think it was Shark Week too last week. <sighs> nice. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's like they are the most <laughs> shout out Shark Week. They are the most <laughs> efficient. We we're talking about like like what if the Middle East is the most efficient like society? And like you think so you think like what? It's a bunch of sand and caves and bombs and illiteracy and so we'll think about it. Sucked in like the US and we're still there. They sucked in the Soviets. They sucked in Alexander the Great. What if the most advanced society is a black hole uh it's a resource suck it's like it physically it is hot and sand and the people there will just blow themselves up to fuck you over like is it just the most is it the most efficient just in that it survives it survives it's uh, is it worth surviving i don't know but in terms of like the one thing they're definitely survivors sure, sure they have borders but i mean just that one it's like a pit of despair that can just it can take it can take Russia. It can take the United States. Just take it all. Is it the most efficient one? We'll take down China soon. Maybe. It's 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 like that fish in the deep sea that has like the light in front of it. You know? Because what do they have? They're the most desperate, just terrible, just despair ridden just shithole of the world. But they're sitting on the oil. Yeah, it's like a it's like a real ice queen, you know. Every once in a while, you see some stud that's like, "I'll get her. I'll play hard to get," and then she just breaks them. Next thing you know, they're just some Chad, and he's like, "Babe, I'm sorry." And everyone's like, "What the fuck happened to him?" And he's like, "I just miss you." No, she just leaves on to the next guy. Maybe the Middle East is just an ice queen. It took down the Chad Soviets. It's taken on the Chad Americans took on alexander the great so i i think i think how they're going to if they haven't already beaten us is just by draining us of our resources money just like we just like we did against the soviets exactly spread too thin run that bill up yeah so i started reading the hundred year war by michael pillsbury yeah i think he was the deputy secretary of defense under reagan he uh it's a book about China that heavily influenced Robert Spaulding's book. And uh, Michael Pillsbury works at the same think tank. So let's oh, is that right? I, yeah, so let's hope I can get him. I don't know why I just did that retarded. <laughs> but yeah, it's I'm listening to his book right now. I say read. I listen on audio on Audible. I, I, yeah. I say read too. But yeah. I'm like, read. I, I like to imagine I'm glasses next to a fire flipping pages. Oh, yes. China's growing influence reality. It's urban in one hand. Yeah, no reality it's me like 
it's me sitting in the shower with hot water and like run, like cleaning my fat belly because I just ate hot pockets and chocolate milk. <laughs> so it's just that's how I listen to that's how shout out Audible. That's how I listen. But um, yeah, they're talking. They they bring that up and um, how China is how China looks at it as like the U.S. drained the Soviets. We just ran them up. Hey, we're gonna go to the fucking moon now. They gotta go one up us and they try, gotta try to get there. Reagan's yeah. just like just fucking. Reagan's getting like the equivalent of bottle service with the defense contractors. He's like, just get it all, SDI. Soviets so gotta let, run it up. Let me ask you, do you think are we are we throwing our cards on the table when we talk about how um damaging five G could be as far as uh data collection and stuff like that? Are we kind of letting our secrets out there? Are we you know, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I never know. Because I always think like I know you don't know, but you no 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 yeah 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 no no I always think of you know it's it's like we've announced the B twenty one Raider before it's even finished like you know it it seems kind of weird it's like why are we doing this and we're announcing China's five G is a threat to us you think why the fuck would we say that why would we say, why would we not keep that quiet. Yeah, you know? unless we were doing the same thing. It's not like oh. it's not like LeMay would make like a news like, you know, uh, a press briefing and be like, hey, if they wipe out our uh, if they wipe out our antennas in Maine, we can't do a second strike. So I need to make this floating the uh, antenna thing. You remember what I said earlier? Because I'm too stupid yeah. to remember it. You don't do that. Like, I'm sure when he found because I didn't know about the EMP effects of nukes until like the 50s when we did right. a, a Starfish Prime, the one in space, yeah. and it knocked out like all the shit in Hawaii and they're like what was that and uh, when we figured that out it's not like LeMay came out and was like oh man I hope the Soviets don't nuke us I'm sure they looked at it and internally were like holy fuck I hope the Soviets don't nuke us but they were very quiet and they were like well let's start they were they were constructing NORAD when they found out about EMP blasts and so they mm-hmm. had to they had to go back during the construction and they added the, the Faraday cage all the copper wiring so like on the go but they didn't make that wasn't like you know public like oh we found out a weakness you don't mention the weakness so you know, like delta force successfully got on lou merletti the former head of the secret service had he had some delta force connections in like the 90s or 2000s and he thought that they plugged all the holes in like white house security so he asked uh he asked uh, if delta force would do like a red cell planning thing yeah. and get in and he said they did it he said like there were secret service guys they said all of a sudden, these Secret Service guys were like, "Hey, hey, hey there's people on the lawn." He goes, and the <laughs> next thing you know, he goes, "We're looking at it with like infrared," and all of a sudden, we just see all these Delta Force guys. It's still classified because you can't right. let people know. So to say all that to answer this, why are we saying five G is our weakness? Why would we say that? I like to imagine that that that's a hand being played it's not throwing our cards on the table that in itself is a move i just don't see if you and i if us idiots can go hey 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 why are you telling everyone about 5g and that being our weakness if we can point out the problem yeah i I would imagine imagine there's smarter people planners higher up who are like it's part of like hey let's act really scared about 5g or maybe not maybe there are just a bunch of morons Maybe this is the end. Maybe this is the end and we need a war with China. Tim Dillon. I don't know. It's... I don't know, man. Maybe it's all part of a plan to make uh, China look bad. Yeah. But I don't know. 
I don't know how much credibility are, are we have anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, I think we used to be able to say, hey, look at look at these guys. Look, look at these guys. Yeah. They're up to no good, you know? Uh, but now, you know, and I'm not bashing this by any means. I'm just saying I think we... I think our position has changed, there's something or weird. is changing. Yeah, there's something weird. People about don't it. take us as serious anymore. Yeah, you're right. I think, I think COVID. I don't know, because mm. I don't think COVID was intentional. I can see where people do think it is, and it's a sexy idea. And I, I think it. I think it did come out of a lab. I was talking to a buddy of mine about this. He's a he's a veterinary pathologist, and his wife is a virologist. She can't talk about it. Oh yeah, you the said right that. Time. You said that. Um, oh, did I tell you on Reality Playground podcast episode two? Check it out. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because they can't say anything. It's yeah, yeah. So, but he, what he said to me, and he goes, "I have nothing to base this on." He goes, "And this is just strictly me talking." He goes, "I think that it, it was lab released." However, he's not saying it was weaponized. He's saying some idiot probably just fucking had it or something walked out of there and it spread you know whether they didn't do a good decon or something like that you know that's his position yeah um but it's only his opinion he has nothing to base it off of but he's a pretty fucking smart guy so yeah it's i think uh it's what's that theorem it's not it's not murphy's law it's not occam's razor but it's like it's the don't attribute to maliciousness what could just be incompetence like if something happens doesn't necessarily mean you know, I don't know what put an example. It, sorry, it's like the guy I had on last week, Will Eli, Ellie, the EOD guy. And we talked about the Beirut explosion. What that job, by the way? Yeah, what that job? My favorite. Quote. So for, for for two reasons. One, I wouldn't want to fucking do it. Um, although I had walked up to an IED before and just kicked it to see if it was uh, wired or not. I was like, fuck it. I have to reset that part of my. Time where I was like, I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> part, of but, that, uh, part of that deployment where you just like, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah if it goes off, and, I won't know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, for one, and then two, man, those guys take fucking forever to show up when you call them. Man, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, sometimes you gotta wait hours for these guys. It's like, what the fuck were you doing? You, you know, you just halted an entire operation because, I don't know, you're. I'd like to think that they were just rubbing each other in the showers. They're probably yeah, doing yeah. actual work, yeah. but you know, like dismantling IEDs and shit. Yeah. So I'm just an asshole. But, I, if I were them, I'd take my time and be like, let's uh, see if some idiot goes and kicks it. <laughs> Save me. Yeah. 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 So if you, if you ever had that guy back on, say, hey, he's there's, coming there's on tomorrow. Fucking, yeah, there's an old Marine grunt here who wants to fucking know why <laughs> the hell you guys always took so goddamn long to get out there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll give him. I'll Obviously, give, I'm just busting balls. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you his info. I'll ask him if I can give it. You give you his info. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah I mean, if you want to have I'll him I'll on your play, if you want to have yeah, him on your I'll podcast, fucking bitch. But um, yeah. it it's uh, balls, balls. but we were talking about yeah, and we were talking about uh Beirut last week, and he was like, yeah, it was that yeah. We were talking about that theorem. We're like, don't attribute to malice what might just be incompetence. So, like yeah. we look at it, it, or another way to say it is like. Hey, all you mouth-breathing retards! Like, not everything's a conspiracy, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man, yeah. how did how did nineteen guys with box cutters get through a trillion-dollar defense net? The U.S. knew, not the yeah. CIA let it happen. Reality. Sometimes it, the simplest way was the some, way. Sometimes yeah. it's just that the CIA and the FBI were compartmentalized, and there were turf battles, and they don't want to give each other each other's intel, and 
pissing matches, and next thing you know. I, I saw some some jackass posted the other day or something like that um, about how uh, the, the – never mind. I don't remember how it went, so I'm not even going to go there. But it, it, it was basically something along the lines Who of cares? how – Let's speculate um, wildly. <laughs> how, how the the DOD can't lose money because they're a service or something like that. I'm like, really? Then you know, why the fuck did uh, Rumsfeld come out? Yeah, two point three trillion. Say we lost X trillion dollars. Yeah, see, that gets a little like, weird. Can't lose money, my ass. That's that gets a little weird when Donald Rumsfeld comes out on September 10th, 2011, and says two point three trillion dollars cannot be accounted for. And yeah. then the next day is 9-11. Not only that, the plane hits the accounting part of the, the part of the Pentagon where the accounting for that money was taking place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I don't understand. It's a little hairy. How, what's that? It's a little hairy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and then everybody, you know, wants to, uh, you know, sit there and say, "Wow, you know, you're just being a conspiracy theorist, blah blah blah." And it, I never understood why people got such shit for questioning things when it's been proven over and over again that we've been lied to. Yeah, yeah, you know? not just in America, just like the history of humanity. There's always yeah. a move to consolidate power. Exactly. Always. I mean, it is not exclusively the United States that I'm talking about. No, you know, this is yeah. But I mean, there are a lot of back. examples within. You know, the most. You know, again, it's just the most like. You know, one that's been beaten to death, just jerk it off. But Operation Northwoods, where we like approved by the like, Joint Chiefs of Staff, they're like, hell yeah, go blow up a movie theater in uh, Miami. I went to go shoot some schools, blow up a drone liner. Yeah, man. There's no way we would do anything like that now, Tommy. Yeah. No. We did all of that, and uh, who signed off on Who said that, no, we can't do that? Right. J- JFK, I forget what happened to him. But, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a little weird. It's, what do I think is the most likely explanation? I think that it was an organic attack, 9-11. Maybe somewhere higher up, they detected it and said, if we let this come through we could do a lot from this and that's kind of what i think of covid maybe didn't happen in a lab but it's like never let a tragedy go to waste it was like hey this thing is taken off how can we make this work for ccp russia america canada that's what i think is probably the most with a lot of these conspiracies i think it's a lot more of engineered 9-11 or covid doubt it just my opinion doubt it But saw it happening and was like, "Hey, let's uh, let's see what we can do with this. Maybe let's not stop it." So there is yeah. some malice in there, or a lot of malice. Well, yeah, I want to. Man, there's there's at least fifty percent, probably more, that you know go back to Pearl Harbor, shit like that. That you know we knew that it was going to happen. FDR, decided, yeah, right. Um, but then the other half of me uh, realizes how dysfunctional the military can be from within and how much communication breaks down. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't surprise me that, you know, <laughs> yes, maybe maybe we received the, the, you know, the warning, but maybe it didn't get passed down to the proper channels or mm-hmm. it did. It just got lost along the way or something. Well, there are there are there are reports of like the the early NSA or I think pre- NSA was after it was was the NSA in 1947 did it start in 47 along with the CIA no, I thought that was a CIA I thought. CIA and Air Force started in 47 yeah I thought the um, maybe the NSA was before anyway there were precursors to the NSA so whatever right. these signals intelligence I thought the NSA was after this year. I don't know it doesn't matter but I mean we had signals intelligence operations in World War One. so I mean there yeah. were so okay different name but whatever same guys collecting shit 
There are reports in, in one of James Banford's books, I believe, maybe Puzzle Palace about the NSA. There are reports of like, like as Pearl Harbor smoldering, like, you know, that night after people are getting triaged, like, you know, generals going into their office, you know, covered in blood, just being like, oh, my God. And then going to like their like mail wall and there's like urgent, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, this is from our chief. This is from our station in, in Tokyo. They think they intercepted something. Yeah. A little late but it's like sitting there like under a stack of all our papers it yep. can just be that and yep. i think more often than not it probably is that when i and again garrett graphs raven rock he talks about he has a whole chapter on 9 11 they're talking about like how like on on air force one they were getting their information from fucking fox and cnn watching the news because all of their communications were broken down none of the drills worked as correct and worked as planned as always all plans went out the window it's yep. everybody's got a plan until you're punched in the face exactly it's everyone's got a plan until robert spaulding staring through your soul it's it's uh <laughs> yeah shout out robert spaulding but um it's yeah i mean how much of it is just like you know maybe that is I think it was Terrence McKenna who said he was like, it's not that the Jews are in charge. It's not that the Illuminati is running. He goes, the true terror is that no one is in control. He goes, that's what you learn when you get to the inner temple of, you know, the demonic industrialists that run the world. They're all at their round table going, we don't control this at all. But everyone thinks we do. <laughs> Just blowing my mind again, Terrence. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, blowing minds from 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 beyond the grave. It's it's. He's like that's to me. That's he's like it's not aliens manipulating. It's not reptiles in DC. He's like, no one. It's not the Vatican. No mm -hmm. one is in charge, and that is the truth. But you can't let anyone know that no one's in charge. So the people at right. the top. Everyone thinks that they're in charge, but reality, they're all sitting around going, "What the fuck is COVID? Dude, you can what happened? Say, a plane hit the trade center? Yeah. Oh no!" It's, Dude, you, you can almost say anything with confidence, and people will generally believe you. you oh yeah, you know what I mean? as long as you say it confident enough, and you sound and act like you know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, do know. it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's I guess it's the only. Like, what, what the fuck do you think I've been doing for the last hour or so? What do you yeah. think I've been doing for the last 161 episodes, dude? Right. Just staring into people's eyes, and I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't. I gotta. Want to do seven more minutes? 4:15. It's 4:08 sure. now. Do 4:15. Yeah, we do. Dude, my back hurts so bad. I'm, I'm I'm I think I've aged 30 years. It's some CBD oil, man. Well, I, uh, I, well, actually, yeah, I can. I could. So I, I, I'm not one of those people. Gosh, okay. So I, I went with my wife last year to this fucking like this beer festival. It was like a food truck festival too, and hmm. they had they had the CBD. I don't know vendor tent up, and so I went over there, and this lady was telling me I had this, 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 and it helped all of it. And I'm looking at her like, get out of your fucking mind. There's no way you you have all of that. Like you need to go home. <laughs> you just need to not get out of your house. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I'll tell you what, though, man. I was having some back pain prior to that. And I was like, Fuck it. So I took a little bit of the sample and I rubbed it on. About twenty minutes later, one beer and some CBD oil 
you know, I think it helped it oh, out. Or at I, least had, I think it was my uncle used it for his back, and it was... Yeah, yeah. and so... I bought it and I didn't fucking ask the price of it. And I wish I had it because when I, once I swiped my card and realized it was like $70, I was like, what the fuck? For like this little ass thing. Yeah, a little thing. Yeah. Um, and then actually, I just used it the other day on um, a bruise and some swelling that I had on my foot. And uh, dude, within two or three hours, it was really? gone. No coloring, no nothing. And it was a bruise I thought I was probably going to have for like a week or so. Um, so I'm, I'm not saying it fucking helps everything, but for me, it's helped a couple of times that I've used it. So. Yeah, maybe I need to get some from. Dude, my back is killing me. But uh, yeah, I've always heard all these like miracle stories of CBD, and I mean, I've talked to you, but I love. I think I've only done them a couple times, and it's been several years since I've done them. I'm a huge proponent of psychedelics for like inner work. I like so I'm, I'm prefacing all. I'm prefacing this by saying all that. Like I'm a big fan. I don't look at it as like oh, it's hocus pocus. It's I'm like no, it's very right. very helpful. Yeah, I remember I was having anxiety. My little brother was like, try some CBD, dude. He's like, it really. And in my mind, I'm like, this is going to be like LSD or this is going to be like pot in terms of like, it's going to be this like healing mother nature. CBD is nothing to me. <laughs> I just, I'm one of the few people where like, I take it and I'm like, those gummies were good. I'm still anxious. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't do like the gummies or some people like smoke it and stuff like that. I, I don't do that because... I just want to get high at that point. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not, yeah, I'm just like, you know, I'm, yeah. So I'll do the lotion. That's about as far as I'll go on occasion. But no, if I'm going to smoke something or eat something, no, I want to get fucking ripped out of my mind. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I saw something on Reddit. It was like unpopular opinion. And uh, God, Reddit's getting gayer by the day. It's yeah, fun. I, Honestly, I don't go. I go to the smoking one so I could check out all the smoked meats and yeah. then I go on special access. Special access, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so. there. There is well now. I'm just gonna get. I and it, it's and you know it. It's my own fault. No one's making me go to Reddit. It's my own fault. It's one of those things where it's like yeah. you're poking a bruise. It's like ah, this hurts, and it's like why are you poking it? It's like because I want to. It's right. it's. I go and it's like recreational anger. There is nothing that boils my fucking blood more than just seeing awards on posts. Not even like. Reddit is like a communist shithole. Okay, agree to disagree. We're different ends of the political spectrum. So it's not even that. It's just in general. Seeing all those gay fucking awards on it. Dude, I don't know why it makes me so angry. But I'll just be scrolling through. And it might be like a cool conspiracy post about UFOs. But then I'll see like a bunch of fucking gay ass coins or like pandas or unicorns. And I just like... It's yeah. it's irrational. It makes me so angry. I don't need your fake internet awards. I, it makes no. it makes me so angry. I don't know why, dude. It's but hey, what a, what a what a first world luxury to have to get angry at. Yeah, that. well, that's why I don't. I never click on the popular. You know how you can uh, yeah. oh, just I, see your sub your subreddits, or you can click on the popular. You know, I don't do that anymore. It's, yeah, it's it's exactly what you're saying. Reddit, it's all a bunch of shit that I generally probably disagree with. Reddit is cancer. Stuff. Reddit is Reddit. I think Reddit's on its way out. <clears throat> do you? I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it's so. it's, yeah. it's and just, I haven't even been a, a, a redditor that long. I mean, probably I think I joined in like 2014 or something. Yeah, it's uh, even since then I've seen it go downhill quite a it's, bit. It's declining. It's it's I fucking hate Reddit. Reddit took 300 million dollars from China. Yeah, it's 
Did you know that Smithfield's, like the pork company and stuff, the food company, was bought out by China years ago? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I just figured that out a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, shit, man. Been, no wonder their bacon sucks. All fucking thin and nasty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking panda augers. It's. Do you with th- my bacon, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the yeah, a step too far. You know, so do you know who Jim Jeffries is? I've heard, the Australian of, the, Canadian? I've heard of the name. Yeah, yeah. He's got a bit, and I'll butcher it, so I'm not really going to try to do it. But he's got a bit about how people are essentially fucking idiots for loving pandas. He's like, they're fucking idiots. They try to teach them how to fucking everything, and they won't do it. They eat food that has no nutritional value. And he's like, fuck the pandas, let them all die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <that was funny. laughs> It sounds I was like, like it kind of makes sense when he puts it that way. Yeah, it's yeah. Me and my friend David thought about something in college where we were like, we look at dogs and dogs vomit and then they eat it and then they vomit because they ate their vomit and we're like, what a fucking moron animal! Like it just ate its own shit. Like mm-hmm. the stuff that its body said, there's no more nutrients in here. Here's the excretion, and it and it eats it. And we're like, what a pea-sized brain. And then, like every this is we're in college, and every Saturday, every Friday night, we go get fucking hammered, and then we vomit, and the next day, we swear off alcohol for life. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Friday night, let's go get some beer, boys. Woo! Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get to touch on it. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that China is going to have stolen B twenty one Raider plans, or do you think we tightened up the? Or in my mind. That I love. Yeah. If we've announced, I, I think I know where you're going with if, this. If we've announced it, then I like to think that it's not like we have a step beyond. It's that. not the bee's knees. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, that's kind of what I'm. That's the word I kind of lean to on, on that yeah, one. Because um, I, I think I think we're kind of cutting our losses with it. Have they said how many numbers we plan on building? Or how, how I think a lot. I think a lot. Well, that might throw a wrench into my theory then, because I I, I thought that maybe they do kind of like they did with B two, where they okay, we're only gonna make twenty or something, yeah, because we're really funneling this money something else. For, well, hey yeah. man, as a true conspiracy theorist, don't let it throw a wrench in your plans. Conform your <laughs> conform. <laughs> the data doesn't work. Well, then fuck it, kick it out. It's not part of the model. I'm gonna smoke some pot tonight and text you and tell you my new. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is what I really. Fucking this is what I get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when it, when it's when your when new data comes in and doesn't fit your model, right? True conspiracy theorists beat down all the other data. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, or take it and bend it. You if you want to see UFOs, you will see them. It's, <laughs> it's 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 you don't need someone going. Well, that's a star and that's a pulsar. Uh uh-uh. uh You want to see UFOs, you'll see a UFO. It's, yeah, yeah. It's sure. I don't know, so, man. I we either have it sealed down pat or. It almost seems like a shitty smokescreen. B2, B2-1, it, it looks the exact same. <laughs> like, yeah. it almost like seems a, like a shitty sequel. Like a, a B2.0. Yeah, 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 it really, it, yeah. it almost seems like a shitty sequel. Like, the Pentagon yeah. could have put up a couple more thousand dollars into, like, a good smokescreen diversion. Like, it's the right. b 2 one, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it, so it's almost one of those things where it's kind of obvious, so they just throw it at you, but it's almost so obvious that you're not going to get it, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really it looks the exact same. It's just a fucking, <laughs> it's the, yeah, and it's super secret. Ah, but it, we're gonna announce it. But it's super secret. But it's yep. top secret. But this is what it looks like. But it's top secret. It's not even finished yet. But it's top secret. Ooh, 
it's it almost seems like a shitty smokescreen. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Josh Newman, so. Reality Playground Podcast. Yeah, I will link it. It's always in, fun talking to you, man. You too, brother. I will link it in the description and the top comment. And if you want, feel free to upload it to yours if you just want another episode. I don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. That was. That right. was appreciate you, man. That was such the subtle. Okay. Well, I, I was like, well, I was trying to think, like, maybe I'll just throw it in my back pocket and, like, kind of throw it out there in a later episode. No, you can upload. I don't give a fuck, dude. Now, if Rowdy Playground Podcast takes off and you, like, surpass me, I'm going to need you to, like, you know, kick it back. I don't give a fuck, man. Do whatever you want, man. Big dick swinging. All right. You too, buddy. Stay safe. Uh, COVID, UFOs, Bigfoot pyramids. Send me, text me. I need some, I need some more, like, pyramid. Yeah. Maybe not even as serious as Randall Carson and Graham Hancock. Like, I'm, give me a little leeway. Like, you can throw in some aliens. It's, it's, I, I can get a little, I can get a little retarded. Like, I, I need that. All right, man. All right, man. dog. <laughs> All right, talk hey, to you soon. Peace, See dude. You, man. Peace. Bye.